This is the Business Stuff Podcast. This is where I will share the lessons I've learned from advising thousands of businesses over almost 30 years. Each episode will give you practical insight to allow you to learn from other people's mistakes. I'll be pulling in experts from our team and the world of business, and together we'll make sure your business is giving you what you want. My name is Martin, and this is the Business Stuff Podcast. Hi, it's Martin from the Accelerator team, and I'm here with Catherine, Catherine Rogers from... From Face to Face HR Newcastle. Face to Face. Sorry, <laughs> I kind of like got stuck on my own teeth there. Um, and we're here to talk about employer brand, yeah. which is different to marketing brand, but it's brand with regards to recruitment, retention, and all of those things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's your topic, so... Okay. Give, give, give us a brief intro, and then we'll get on to it. Okay, so I mean, employer brand fundamentally is, is about how you talk to your ideal candidate. So obviously, marketing um, or you know, client branding is all about identifying who that ideal customer is, where they're going to be, how you want to talk to them, how you want to attract them. Um, it's the same principles, so it is very you know, there, there's a definite marketing angle there, but instead it's talking to you know the ideal ideal people that you want to come and work for your business. Because most people whether you're a marketing expert or not, if, you, if someone sat you in a room and said, do half an hour on perfect client, where are you going to find them, what you should say to them, yeah. what they look like, what they do, do, you know, come up with a profile and then how are you going to get them? Most people could come up with a lot of fairly obvious things. Mm-hmm. Not least starting with who's your ideal client, you yeah. know, but most people could do that if they had to. They don't always do that, but they could. Mm-hmm. But people probably don't always apply that. They just think, well, we're an accountancy firm, we need someone who's an accountant. Yes. Uh-huh. But that, there's, there's lots of different types of accountants. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think you have to be a little bit careful about trying to drill down too much, because obviously with your, um, from a kind of employee, uh, equality and diversity perspective, you can't say, well, our ideal employee is a particular gender or a particular age or a particular no. background. So it's not necessarily about identifying those I things. Think, I, I, was, I, was, um, I was thinking more along like personality traits yeah. to the fit with your behaviours and, mm-hmm. you know, are they the, the right people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about trying to get to the, to the bottom of that. Um, and I mean, this is kind of something I, I, when I'm, when I'm working with my clients, um, this is something I'll always try and look at because, you know, if an initial client inquiry comes in, the first thing I'll do is go and have a look on their website, try and figure out how they are talking I'll to their you customers. Do yeah. Do my homework. Yeah. Um, and I had a particular client a little while ago who, um, they were a photography studio, they specialize in um, boudoir and burlesque. Um, so you go on their website and there's all these amazing images and brilliant testimonials from their clients about how empowered they feel and how much, what a positive experience yeah. they had. Then when they bring a new employee on board, they get a very kind of authoritarian sounding contract and an 112 so plays. On. I yeah. thought this was a burlesque photography yeah, studio. I thought this was all about empowerment yeah. and enabling and, like and confidence. I an NDA so with like, oh. the American military or something. Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's That's just a bit jarring from an employee engagement point of view. Um, we're in a bit of a weird recruitment market at the minute because I think there's, there's still skill shortages. It's still hard to find good people and I don't think that really i think that's fairly consistent across a lot of roles it's probably always been hard to find the best people yes so if uh-huh. it, 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 whether, whether it's hard to find people to fill any role mm-hmm. the perfect person has yes. probably always been hard hasn't yes it? i think so yeah um but you know we've got that skill shortage angle then we've also got 
cost of living, um, concerns about recession, when naturally people will be a bit more cautious about moving to I've a new job. I've already got a job, why would yeah. I move? Mm -hmm. I might yeah. not like it, might not stay, might not pass probation. I'll stay where I am and at least if I get made redundant I'll get some money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm all, not 100% happy, yeah. I'm not you know, loving every second of my working day but it's secure and I know that I'm going to be able to pay my bills. <laughs> um, so then the onus on you know, if you are recruiting and you do need to find that great person, being able to exp express clearly why they should come and work for you and what's great about your company and, and, and why, you know, what your values are and what they're going to get is even more important. Mm. And if you can't do that kind of coherently and, and consistently across your, your employer messaging, um, it's just going to make finding those great people even harder. How, how do, you, do, you, do you find that when you say that kind of thing to someone, then Catherine, they say, well, but what is good about what I do? What is good about working here? Do people have that inward look and kind of go, I know why you should work here. We've got that, 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 with this kind of people and we've got this feel. Do, do people know that or, or, or is this something they have to work on because they're not used to it? Okay, I mean, it depends. I think some businesses will say, you know, we, will, we haven't defined our culture. It's like, well, you might not have defined it, but you still have one. Well, there is a culture, yeah, whether, you put, you know, it's, wh whether it's, um, yeah, that's what I mean. So, uh -huh. so sometimes it's about drawing that out with them and saying, it, it, okay, well. Do you have to draw, that's what, yeah, do you yeah, have to work yeah, with them and say like, yeah. Um, and to talk to them about, well, okay, well, tell me, you know, when you talk to your friends and your family members about what working here is like, what do you say? How do you feel on a Sunday night before you go to work on a Monday morning? Um, sometimes doing that with just I the just business I just imagine the job advert based on that. If you want to feel like the world is ending <laughs> every morning, then come and work for us. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably Sunday nights. Probably yeah. I, yeah. I know what you mean though. Yeah. Because yeah. um, not everyone dreads Sunday night, Monday morning, does it? Not no. everyone does. No, and and I think if you can get that message across, you know, your advert, your job advert, is your first opportunity to engage to engage with people who are potentially going to work for you. Um, and if you can capture their, you know, capture their the, some people who have the same values and ha and share that kind of purpose. Um, the recruitment process will run more smoothly. They're more likely to, you know, you're less likely to get dropouts between offer and start date because sometimes there can be a lag. They're going to feel more positive and more engaged on their yeah. first day. You can then make sure that all builds through in your recruitment process, your onboarding, um, and just you know make it a, a more consistent process. How how do you get the balance then? Because starting at that you know toy factory, you still need to know all of the proper detail don't you mm -hmm. you still need the formal contract the day you yep. start and it can't all be you know fun and games so, yeah. how, so how, how, do, how do you strike the balance and also the advert that there are things you should say in there which you can't really not put in there just because yeah. you're trying to be fun you know you need there are, yes yeah and I mean I would always say in an advert you need to give people as much information as possible to self-select so, you know, I know there's quite often debates on social media about do you include salaries or not? I would say always yes. Even if it's not a specific salary, have a range. Yeah. Um, because otherwise the, the, the potential for misunderstanding is so huge that you just, you, you don't need to waste that time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah make sure you've got a salary. Um, I mean, I'm thinking about, I helped a client of mine write an advert for um, a warehouse assistant job. Um, and rather than try, Want to stack boxes all day? <laughs> well, Get your 10,000 kind of, steps in? Well, it, it opened with something, you know, let's be honest, it, it's not glamorous. You're not going to be wearing a pinstripe suit flying around the world, yeah. but you are essential to the business. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not here to make sure things are going out, then Nothing everything happens. else falls over. Yeah. 
um, and it was about sort of tapping into that. You know, you might not necessarily, you might not be, you might not want the high flying um, job or the big job title that you can you brag about him to the, the pub. The, the front person, uh -huh. yeah. It's just... um, but you know, if you get what great operations looks like, if you care about customer service, um, if you know how important it is to you that when you order something, that it you know you get that acknowledgement it wasn't kicked and around the yeah, warehouse floor before uh -huh. it got to you yeah. and it's not lobbed over your back gate and you know or left in your recycling bin thrown um, on your conservative roof and all that kind of yeah, yeah. um so it's i guess really thinking that you start with the values but then you, you know taking those through and thinking about well what is the individual role how are those re values reflected in behaviors for that particular role what sort of person do we think is going to um excel in that position because you know, we're all much happier if we're doing jobs that we're good at and that we enjoy i, I would imagine I, I, um, i've got no idea <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair i've always been blessed i i i i've loved my job for years so mm -hmm. yeah so it's quite hard for me to imagine what it must be like to turn up every day at a job that you really don't like but also mm. i can then see why people wouldn't apply for a job if it doesn't even sound good in the advert yeah or good good's the wrong thing We'll assume all jobs could be good. Yeah. If you don't even align your advert to the kind of person who would find that it job right for them. more interesting, mm -hmm. then you're never going to, yeah, I've never thought about it from that angle. Why mm -hmm. the hell would you apply for a job that? Yeah. 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 Um, you, I, I presume you could get that wrong as well, though, couldn't you? Because cause just as you shouldn't, just as you've got to be careful in the, you know, the, the toy factory will, it's never a toy factory, not a burlesque shop. Okay, that's fine. It's too hard for us to keep saying. <laughs> so the toy factory with a boring ad, you can't have like, an unbelievably exciting advert for a boring job. That would mm -hmm. be just as jarring, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes, and I think it's about, it's about clarity and honesty, really. Um, and again, thinking about, well, who do I want to talk to? Um, in the same way as you would for your client marketing. Again, you're thinking, well, who, who do we ideally want to talk to here? Um, and get the tone and the wording and the content right for them. Um, and it does take a bit more thought, but it means when that advert goes out there and appears on the job boards... It's more likely to attract people. Yeah, yeah, instead of it being a copy and paste job description, which is you know typically things like, we are looking for a dynamic, motivated individual to join our fast-growing, passionate team. And it, it's just, you know, fluff. Yeah. Um, Most teams I've seen aren't dynamic, fast flow, nor passionate, to be fair. <laughs> Certainly anyone on the end of the other end of a phone normally you can mm -hmm. tell it's quite obviously not that. Mm -hmm. um, one, one, one of my favourite um, job adverts ever, and I, I probably should have tipped you off that I was going to mention this, okay. um, yeah. was the Ernest Shackleton going on the expedition thing like a hundred years ago. Have you seen this? No. I kind of wish we could port... <laughs> We might cut this out, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to quickly pull this up in real time and I'll, just, I'll show you this. Um, mm -hmm. We'll just leave this in. But um, I'm sure it was Ernest Shackleton. Um, advert. Here we go. Oh no, this is. Cut this out if you need to, James, but I've got it. So that was the job advert. Um, we can overlay this on the screen as well for anyone. Yeah. So this so this job advert, men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return downfall, <laughs> honour and recognition in case of success. And this was to go on, I think the ship was called the Endeavour, mm -hmm. and it was like a cruise, not a cruise, 
Cruise. <laughs> it was a cruise ship, yeah. And I think it was a, a, a voyage or mm-hmm. an expedition to like the, the Arctic or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and apparently, I don't know, I don't know how we know this, but apparently, you know, the, 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 the option was able seamen needed. Mm-hmm. It was a hundred years ago, we'll yeah. say men, but uh-huh. you, now it would say people needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, able seamen needed, must be able to navigate. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But the, the, the tale is he was worried that he was going to get people who weren't, they were sailors, not people who wanted adventure and expedition. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he just leant completely the other way and went, there we go. Yeah. And by all accounts, he ended up with like butchers, candlestick makers and all kinds yeah. of plying who just had the energy and the excitement. And wanted an adventure. And wanted the adventure. Because mm-hmm. you can teach someone how to tie a knot. I know you uh-huh. need to be able to do the basics. but mm-hmm. So yeah, so that, that's like my greatest... I, I love that, mm-hmm. and I, I saw. I think it was um, the explorer uh, finds. I can't remember his first name, but he, he was talking about it, and he, he referenced this. And you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, because you want the right people, don't you? Yeah. So you haven't you haven't wrote anything quite as exotic as that. In Not the, as exotic as that. Because it didn't even no. say what they were doing there, really. But yeah. No, no. I mean, I did one for um, uh, it was a um, exec PA. Um, where I think I started it with them, um, are you our next Mary or Marty Poppins? Uh-huh. Um, and we did actually have a candidate ring up and sing super fragile, super califragilistic experiments. Well, you know, you found your soulmate there. Yeah, well, there's a good <laughs> chance, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're, we're seeing now, is it, is it worth talking about the application process as well, then, Catherine? Let, let's, because let's assume you can get a good advert. Yeah. And Mary Poppins is sat there and went, well, that must be the job for me. Yeah. Can the actual application process put the right or wrong candidate? Like, can that filter the... Because if you wanted something... So when we when we were recruiting for James, the producer now, mm-hmm. sent in a video. Yeah. Because we knew we wanted video to be part of the skill set. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, we may as well test that by seeing, by getting a video. Yeah. And it seemed to make sense. Mm-hmm. We don't do that on most of our other jobs. Mm-hmm. Um and it might be a little bit weird. I mean, we could, but <laughs> give us an example of you adding some stuff up. Wouldn't uh-huh. be a very exciting video. But mm-hmm. is 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 there a is there a, a mission yet to get the actual process right as well? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Because um, again, if you've got a really well worded advert, and then you, you know, for 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 quite for a role like a producer, and then you drop into what a very traditional, you know, fill in a CV. Um, do some selection tests, come to three different rounds of interviews, wait weeks and weeks for feedback, that kind of thing. Then you've lost the you've engagement lost the that you got. Dynamic yeah. passion. Well, and you've <laughs> lost that engagement that you you know you, you've hooked somebody with your advert, and then again they've come in and thought, well, actually you're not you're not who you say you are. This isn't consistent. This doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe I'm not so interested. Maybe I don't want to take the risk. Uh, maybe I'll go and look somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and there's no sort of legal standard that says in recruitment you have to follow these steps. Yeah, you've got um, to reply within, you know, well, it's just not as the... Uh, yeah, um, so... I mean, again, I, I suppose it's worth clarifying, they're all legal things you have to do. Yes. But in the recruitment, choosing who to recruit, there aren't. There are things yeah. you can't say, but I don't know if it's worth mentioning them, but 
we'll assume people aren't putting racist, sexist. Well, yeah, obviously you can't. Yeah. You know, you've got to bear equal opportunities in mind and make the opportunity to you know, make your own. I mean, the open line there, able men. Yes. You probably couldn't put either of those words in there. Well, that would be an interesting one, couldn't? If there was a genuine <laughs> occupational requirement. I suppose it would be um, hard to sail a ship if you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the obvious example is when you, you know, if you're a family-run Italian restaurant and you ask for, you know, people who can either speak Italian or, or have some yeah. sort of Italian connection, then there's a genuine, can, yeah, you can, if there's a genuine yeah. occupational requirement, you can uh, ask for right. certain stuff. Um, I thought they just had like a finishing school where you learned how to put an Italian accent on. Yeah, well, I think uh, that sometimes that I'm might sure, be I'm the sure case. that's happened on some. <laughs> Yeah, when you're thinking you're about as Italian as my left arm. I've so, met some people yeah. in Italian restaurants I would question their heritage, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, when it comes to interviews, I think one of the one of the questions, I, I've got an employment law myths quiz that I sometimes do at networking events. It's thrilling, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, <laughs> I bet you can trouble with the tax quiz. <laughs> oh, we'll have to do a double accent. Saying that we're going to have a thrill off at the next yeah. market event we're both at, yeah. yeah. Um, and one of the questions I include is, can you ask people about childcare? In interviews, and you can as long as you ask everybody. Yes, you can't, you can't only just ask go, the women. Oh, hold on. Um, so There's as long as you ask everybody and it's consistent, yeah. and I wouldn't make it kind of one of your core selection criteria. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, she's not a qualified accountant, but she doesn't need childcare. Yeah, she, so, yeah, yeah so, great. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, do, do, do you find as well, then, Catherine, because because the. Just like with marketing towards a client, it doesn't end with the advert. And, and, no. and we've already talked about the application process. But again, I mean, even asking the wrong kind of question, is, is, is that quite important then? Because you know, you said put the time in, get the right advert. Mm-hmm. I suppose you should also put the time in and get the interview right as well. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. You know, think about how the process is going to tie together. Again, that consistency is, is really important. Um, I think we're sort of moving away from traditional kind of competency-based questions of give me an example of to try and attitude tests and yeah, yeah. And, and trying to to really get to you know what 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 are people's values do they do they share our values is that is that mm. there um, how do you test those things then I mean I, I know what we do we mm-hmm. so we have two interviews now we have a the, the core competencies that people have to have that's done and then two separate people from our interview panel will say. We're going to meet you and see what kind of person you are. Yeah. And if there's three people all of able skill and experience, etc., then you pick the one who you think is going to be the better fit. Mm-hmm. But I know you know we're, we're a reasonable sized place where we've got the resource we can do that. How how would someone do that if you're if you're a single person taking your first employee on? This might also really daunting. Yeah, and I, and I think if it is, I mean, having done that myself in the summer, you know, I've, I've got Jenny on yeah. board with me now, and it and it, when it is your business that's been just yours, and you and you kind of a bit protective over yeah. it, finding that right person and trusting that they're going to do what you want is it is a big step. Um, in any interview process, and whatever combination of selection methods you use, you never really know what somebody's going to be like until they actually start doing the job. I think the predictive validity of interviews is about point four. Um, obviously, being the closer the to one you get, the stronger. I was going to say, is that out of a hundred? No, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> less than half a out percent. Of, out of one. Um, <laughs> right, okay. So yeah, it, 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 it's not a brilliant indicator of so somebody could do an absolutely smashing interview, but you don't really know until they join. Best behaviour on day one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's about again not linked. It's the first to, time you meet your mates' kids, isn't it? Yeah. They're like, it's like oh, they're lovely. Second time they're <laughs> kicking in the nads. 
<laughs> like, oh, okay, look. Drawing on the walls and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, all yeah. oh, right, okay, look. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where, you know, it's not just getting the advert right or getting the process right. It's then, okay, well, what does, what does our onboarding process look like? What happens when somebody joins on their first day? Um, do we have a probation period? What happens during that probation? Are we really clear that actually that's, that's for both sides? That's, that's See, if you, yeah, yeah. You, if you don't like us, mm-hmm. you kind of need to know that as well. It works yeah. both ways. And, you know, how are we going to understand that? And how are we going to check in with you during that time to make sure that we are headed where we want to? And, and if we're not, what are we going to do about it? Because it's interesting. Um, that a lot of these things seem hard, but communication solves most of them, doesn't yeah. it? You can't just say, do you like this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want you to come here and just say yes because you, you know, you've you got we, bills we, to pay at the end of the month. Yeah, because yeah. everyone's got bills to pay and there's loads mm-hmm. of jobs. We don't mm-hmm. want to just take you because, but mm-hmm. also we don't want you just to accept the job just because. Yeah. And you can just presumably be just a bit honest about it, can you? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things I say to my clients all the time is you can always have a conversation. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a script. Yeah, yeah, you I'll you get, can't you know, just talk oh, to um, people. Oh, come, is it all right to talk to somebody about this? It's like, yes. You know, it's, it's, it's always okay to say, oh, I just wondered, you know. And I think for most issues, even sensitive stuff, if you approach things from a position of genuine curiosity and yeah. wanting to understand, you can't really go too far wrong. You're very yeah. unlikely to upset somebody by wanting to understand their needs and their perspective and their goals. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, preparing for that kind of conversation if you're feeling a bit uncomfortable about it is important. You know, don't go wading in because um, that's when people do say the wrong thing. Just blunder into it, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can, yeah, you can always have a conversation. Um, I mean, not quite on point here, but how, how long should an interview take then, would you say? Because you, you you it would be great to spend five days with someone and get to know them inside uh-huh. out, but you can't. Well, you can do work trials. You could, you could say, right, okay, well, we think, you know, from everything we've seen of you in the, in the process so far, and obviously that works better for some jobs than others. Um, also for some people yes if someone's got uh-huh. a full-time job they might not fancy yeah. using a week's holiday to come and have a yeah, work to come trial. and do yeah um yeah so it's, it's about you know what, what's suitable in the individual circumstances but yeah you could get you could say to somebody right come in and spend a day with us and the team um and see how you fit and see if you like it um you have to pay them for that really important to point that out you can't just say come in and, and give us a work day's free yeah, labor yeah. oh i'm sorry you weren't successful you can't breach minimum wage um, regulation yes, yeah yeah because uh-huh. yeah. um, i've heard of that happening before i love um, the old intern thing as well i don't know how people get away with internships now i, I just don't think you can but, but i think it depends i think that there's a yeah i feel like i, I say it depends a lot it's a typical hr answer to this <laughs> i'm glad we cleared that um, up yeah uh, right okay. <laughs> thanks yeah. Um, um, I think morally, I, I don't think you should get people to work for free anyway, morally, but anyway. No, I think if, you, if it's an internship that's working as part of a degree programme and there's some funding there. Sorry, yes, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. work um, placement, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah, so this just, oh, you've finished your degree, come and work for yeah. us for nothing. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Oh, it's a great experience. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. experience doesn't pay the bills, no, as they say, yeah. No, So, um, So have you have you got examples, in, or, or could, you, could, could you give us some examples of, like, you know, of things that, really do just say the wrong thing because because there's probably people out there who've got adverts out there think hold on there's more people looking for jobs than there are jobs why am i not getting applicants mm-hmm. what, what what are the classic mistakes people make you mentioned salary it's probably worth yeah yeah band. so yeah just or just saying competitive 
well, what does competitive mean? Um, <laughs> for, for <whom>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, mean, I think, I don't know if it's still true, I'd have to check, but I know at some point last year it shifted from there being more jobs than people look, sorry, more people looking for jobs than jobs available to more jobs than people looking. Right. And that's the first time in probably 20, 30 years that's yeah. happened. Um, I'd have to check and see if that's still accurate or not, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Um, yes, yeah, so there's not including a salary. Um, how, how do you get around the salary issue then, Catherine? Because if you're looking for a level three at the civil service, there is just a pay bracket. Mm -hmm. um, if you're looking for your first employee and you say, well, ideally these are the things you would do, but if you get someone who can do way more than that, you might, you might offer them a different job to the job you imagined, mm -hmm. or you might not have a fully formed job. Mm -hmm. how, how do you get around that then? Um, I mean, I guess... So I may look for, be looking for a plumber's mate. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I don't know yet if I just want them to put my tools in and out the van mm -hmm. or fit radiators. Yeah. And they would be different pairs in my yeah. example. Yeah. How, how well, do you Well, realistically, that, if, you, you know, if, you, if it's a, a plumber, an experienced plumber who's running his own business, he's going to have a rough idea of what the market rates for those kinds of jobs are. If he's not sure, then that's where, I guess, having you know, talking to other people in the trades is really helpful yeah. to say, okay, look, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Do you do that? What do you pay? You know, do you do you use subbies? Have you employed somebody? Um, understanding the, the different op you know the different options that are there before you decide what's right for you. Um, and if you put it out at a range, so if you start at you know what you'd expect to so pay somebody who is literally just ferrying tools from the van versus what you would expect somebody labour like semi-skilled, you may get it. Um, yeah. Then you can you can flex it. Yeah. Or if you interview someone, you think you know what you're brilliant. You've got loads of potential to do more then you make that part of the conversation when you come to the offer about, okay, well, it's you'll start on this, yet, yeah. um, but I, you know, I think you've got loads of potential. I'd really like to see you picking up and we'll developing and doing these the skills. Yeah. yeah. So we'll build a review in at this point. You know, if you've achieved all of this by the end of probation, you'll go up to this much. Um, obviously, allowing some discretion in the contract as well. <laughs> but, but also making sure they're clear. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. So yeah. salary's the first yeah, thing. The salary. What, what else are people just getting wrong all the time? I think when it is just a generic cut and pasted job description, and it could be any business. So just any hides role. amongst all of the other jobs yeah. because this, why would you? Right? Yeah, yeah. So try and the same again, the same as you would with another with with an advert to your customers. You want something that's going to make them stop, because again, it goes back to all of those things about when people are scrolling online. You've got about three seconds yeah. to capture their attention, so you want something that's going to going to grab them, and and you know they might then read through and think. Okay, well, I read that, but actually, based on everything else you've said, it you know, was clickbait. Yes, it was clickbait. Yeah, it's, it's not for me. And I think you know, making sure that you have got a summary of the duties of the role, yeah. um, that you're clear about what your values are. Um, if you've got really great benefits, then shout about them. You know, if you if you've gone above and beyond, particularly yeah. as a small business, because often all they can afford to offer is you know statutory. So but if, if you, you're doing if you can't more pay than that, more than standard into a pension, yeah. or you can offer more holidays than normal, or yeah. or you're prepared to be more flexible than yeah. you know the industry norm is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I hate it when I see company laptop and mobile phone included as benefits. It's like no, they're they're tools for me to do my job. That's not a benefit. That's so I can do my job. So you get a job at Sports Direct and saying till provided. Yes. Well, of course. Uh -huh. <laughs> What was the alternative? <laughs> you bring the old till. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you provide really whizzy, you know, if, if you're going to get to give them a brand new MacBook, um, you, you might say, ah, oh, yeah, but you know, you but might even, you even, might mention that it's top of the range equipment. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, think, I think a lot of people would rather just have more money in their pocket, unless they needed that top of the range yeah. equipment. 
What, um, there was something, something just gone through my mind as you're saying it there and it's, it, and it's gone. Have you got, because we've talked about making sure your advert pops, salary, what, what else has to be in there? We've got the duties, responsibilities. Mm-hmm. What, are take... pe- what are people putting in there that they shouldn't be putting in there then? Do, do you see something going like, why have you said that? Well, I remember the question, but I'll let you answer <laughs> that one first. Um... I mean, nothing. I think people are wise enough to the, the kind of equality and diversity stuff to not put anything truly horrific in, where you think, oh gosh, that's going to get you in lots of trouble. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it just is very generic. So it's um, it's not that they're doing anything particularly not, wrong. They're just not just, doing it right. They're just yeah. missing an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. The question that I thought of before was, you mentioned put your like your values and your, your, what mm-hmm. kind of business you are. Surely nobody is ever going to say, come to a slow-paced, dire, boring, drab environment. So if everyone takes your advice and starts saying, you know, we are this and we do that, it's like, are we not then going to just have another, that will become the norm and everyone would just blend into one again, won't they? It, but I guess it's, you know, it's, it's each to their own, isn't it? So, you know... And a business that to you might seem slow-paced and dire to somebody else, they might be like, "Oh, that's you know, that's really it's it's um, it's got a long history. It's well-founded. It's secure. It's stable." Yeah. Um, Do you like routine? Yeah, and, I yeah, feel comfortable yeah, with yeah, that. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Whereas other people are going to want something. You know, they, they might want to take a bit more risk. Um, so it's about looking at the individual business and think, thinking about, okay, well, who are you? What are your strengths? Um, what works really well for you of the people who have done well with you whether they're long service or whether they've kind of been with you for a short period of time why why have they been the right people why have they made the contribution that they have um and trying to get that across and yeah imagine you're trying to recruit them again yes what what, where because this is the one thing i say to people about where how to find customers what what does your ideal customer read what do they watch what do they listen to that's where you need your thing to be, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And is that the same for jobs then? I would say so, yeah. Because everyone just seems to throw it on, you know, it's all a little jump on Indeed and, yeah. you know, or clean I wanted in, you know, it used to be in the post office notice yeah. board or the front of Asda or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, not, not, not all workforces are reading all things, are they? No, yeah, and absolutely think about where your ideal person's going to be. Um, so it might be, put it on Instagram, um, you know, so different social media channels have different demographics. So think about, well, if we're going to talk about it, are we, which one are we going to, you might put it on all of them, but which one are we going to focus on to promote this role yeah. based on where we think we're most likely to attract the right audience. Um, and, and, you, and, and although you shouldn't apply stereotypes, within reason you need to apply a bit of stereotype in there, don't you? You're not going to get a, a tenured, you know, historian lecture at Cambridge from Instagram, no. probably, you, probably I'll stress. <laughs> so, so again, yeah, you might mention it on there, but you're yeah. not gonna, you're not gonna go pinning all my hopes on that. Yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. spend the time advertising it here. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, think about where where you're most likely to get the right results. Um, you know, you're not gonna if you're looking for a um, marketing exec or somebody to promote your social media, you might do that on TikTok. Yeah. Um, you're probably not going to put an advert in the Guardian for that and spend the money and, on doing and, and it. And again, the TikTok video 
it should yeah. be representative because because that's where you can actually put your personality yeah. right in there mm-hmm. you can't avoid personality in a video no it, it it's very hard to mask that isn't it yeah yeah yeah. Um, I mean, I think that the, you know we've talked a lot about advert recruitment process. Um, I think for me, the really important bit is then you know, okay, you've done all of that, you've invested the time in your advert, you've you've gone through your interview process, you've found your great person, you've made an offer. How are you then going to keep them engaged from the point that they get their offer to when they actually join? Um, of I course, because the work doesn't end when they start. Yeah. The work yeah. begins. Yeah. Literally when they start. Yeah, and I mean, depending on the role, it can be quite a long lead time from them getting that offer and accepting it to them actually coming on board. Yeah. I mean, some people it could be the next few days, but even so, I still think there's some key things that you should be communicating about. Um, I mean, well, ultimately. So, 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 just because we quite often take people on who've got a three-month, yeah. you know, notice. We, mm-hmm. we, I, shouldn't you be keeping in touch with them during I would that do, three yeah, months? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be thinking about well, what can you do in that time to make them feel like they're already part of the team when they land on day one. Yeah. So, you know, obviously you've got confidentiality to bear in mind. You can't share everything in the same way as you would if they were already working for you. But, you know, what key things might they be interested in? Are there any events that they could come along and attend to get to know the colleagues that they'll be working with? Any socials, with? any mixers, yeah. any training you might want. You might be able to yeah. pay them to attend training in that period, yeah. subject to clauses with employers, etc. Yeah. But yeah. It's, I mean, even just kind of building check-in points, check-in points in to say, you know, it's two months to go. We're really looking forward to having you. Um, you know, here's a picture of your desk. This is where you're going to be sitting. Well, um, that would be pretty well prepared, yeah. wouldn't it? We, we've asked the person who you're replacing yeah, to, to get move, out. Of, yeah. They're not in the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think on their first day, most on, on their first day at a new job, most people want to know. How am I going to get there? So am I driving? Am I getting the bus? Am I getting the metro? If I am driving, where am I going to park? Yeah. Um, what should I wear? This is um, ex- what's you know, the dress you know, code? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny because we 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 in our in our roadmap of things we're going to do is we're going to we're going to do that for clients who are coming here for their first meeting. Mm-hmm. That's in our roadmap of something that we're going to roll out. I've never thought, but of course, someone coming for an interview even yeah. might might that might benefit them. Yeah. Yeah. So send, and send them the instructions about to find the damn place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, where to park. What to, you know? Are we? Are you smart, casual? Are you, you know, what does that mean? I mean, again, if they've come in and met you for an interview, they'll have a rough idea. Yeah, but you're always going to dress slightly differently for an interview than you would on a day-to-day basis at of work. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, even down to you know, if you think about bottom of Maslow's hierarchy, it's the kind of the really basic things like food, warmth, shelter. So you know, is there a kitchen? Do people go out for lunch or do they bring their own stuff in? Yeah, yeah. Um, should they bring their own mug or are there mugs in the cupboard? For like really That would be a great thing to like almost <laughs> drop out to someone in the post as a fly, like mm-hmm. like a little, say a leaflet, but you, a guide, mm-hmm. guide to your first day. Yeah. There's a fridge there, you can bring stuff if you want, there's a microwave or there's a couple of shops. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. actually we take people out for lunch on their first day. Yeah. So same thing, don't worry about it, don't bring anything with you. Um, I wonder how many people have turned up with their lunch and went, oh, well, I've just been this. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Be all right in the fridge until the next day. Yeah, yeah. don't worry, we've got a fridge, yeah, but yeah, yeah okay then. Yeah. So, so Catherine, we, we, not, we normally part with what's the one thing that people are just, and we've kind of done this a little bit, but mm-hmm. if you had to give one more tip, one takeaway that people can, you know, revolutionise their process mm-hmm. if they adopt this thing, or stop doing the thing you're about to tell us. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Oh gosh. Um, 
We'll put a drum roll in though. <laughs> <laughs> Slow clap. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I guess it don't is just, don't forget that you need to do this stuff. Don't forget that you need to. So, so actually do it. Yeah, actually do yeah. it. Yeah, you know, spend, spend the same amount of time thinking about how you would attract the ideal candidate as you would your ideal client. Because yeah. the thing is, if you get the right people working with you, you will get more of the right clients. Wrong, I'm sure you see it on the other way as well. The wrong person working with you is disastrous if you mm, get it wrong. It can yeah. be horrific. Yeah. And I guess you know, leading on from that. It's worth spending a bit of time, isn't yeah. it? And, and leading on from that, but also remembering that we never really know until someone's yeah. on board. If it isn't right, deal with it. Um, with that honest conversation. Yeah, yeah. With that kind of, you know, and the sooner you do that, so, oh, do you know what? Not quite sure this is working out. This is how. It's, it's not fair to sit someone on a, on a 90 day probation, a three month, like, well, it didn't work out, did it? It's like, well, mm-hmm. I've seen you 89 times. Why did he not? You know, yeah. you've never mentioned any of these things. What the hell's going on? That, yeah. would, that would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And again, I think that, that you know that first day stuff we were talking about. Then you can kind of build that out into a plan of well, what does that first three months look like? And you can make that as complicated or as simple as you want. Um, I mean, for a previous business that I worked with, we did a lot of um, early as early as education, um, and we turned our joiner process into we called it the new start of treasure hunt. Right. Um, and so it was you, about you, you hid their laptop and you hid, <laughs> you hid the stapler. Out, didn't it? No, it, it, we put a lot more focus on the individual um, because, again, the problem we found internally that was that some people's induction was great, but it was very line manager dependent. Um, and yeah. some would literally kind of do show their new person around the building, There's then arrive desk. in it, arrive That's at Dave. my door in yeah. HR, and be like, "So I've got my new person." It's like. And what would you like me to do with yeah, yeah. Um, So you can build that out as much as you want. In that particular business, we sort of we split it. We only did it over four weeks. It was more of an induction than a kind of probation thing. Um, and we gave the individual four things to complete each week. Um, and the first week were things like um, go out for lunch with your team, make sure your details are correct in the system. Um, Go and introduce yourself to the directors. Yeah. Um, just like simple tasks that they could do themselves. Um, leading through to the final week was, you know, set your objectives for the year, um, and building into that longer term I, I like, stuff. I like that. I like that setting the objectives because we 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 have we have checkups, appraisals, one to ones. But I'm not sure how long it takes before a new employee gets their objectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not set them as part of that? And if they've ta- if they've had involvement in setting them, I don't mean targets. Yeah, you know, sales yeah. targets. You yeah, know, the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But you know, like, oh well, well yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Why not set some objectives? Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad choice. Yeah. yeah, and the more you can tie that back to what the company does, um, the more meaningful it's going to be. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other basic first day stuff is you know make sure that somebody's not sat in the reception for an hour on their own. Um, make sure that their be, kit is there and ready Be for open them. when they get there. Yeah, 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 be open when they get there. Don't leave them, be expecting them. Be pleased to see them. Um, have their kit ready. I mean, don't don't sure. ask who they are. <laughs> who, who are you again? Yeah. I recognise you, but I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we've all got stories of either jobs we've started oh, oh, yeah. or where friends have started and you've, you've kind of got there and the manager's been like, oh yeah, I know I need to get your kit, but it's not here, or I haven't got your logins, or What's your first day being like, it's not ready, well, 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 nothing. I've spent three hours yeah. sat around with nothing to do, because yeah. um, that's not a good experience for no, anybody. No. Um, 
And again, there's, there's added value things you can do there. Like again, that same business where we did the new starter treasure hunt, we would do a, um, a welcome card that was signed by all of their team. We yeah. had a little um, new starter pack that had a mug, stationery, yeah. you know, um, a couple of little products that we did as a business, their name badge, um, their fob to get around the building, that kind of thing. You kind of need those things. We yes. can't get into the toilets without the fob. Yeah. Make sure yeah, they've got you a to hammer on yeah. the door to get back in yeah, every time you go out. It's uh, just a bit embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so, so your key takeaway is do something. After yeah. you listen to this, <laughs> do it, please. Yeah, I mean, whether that is you're thinking, okay, well, we're not doing this. Let's let's decide how we're going to do it, or let's review what we're doing and see and see if we can improve. And um, I presume if someone is, is is a serial recruiter of people that don't work out. Or they're an advertiser who never gets any applicants. I presume you'd be happy to speak to them. Yeah, absolutely. Or if they're you know a sole business owner thinking, oh gosh, I really need some help, and I think I need to employ someone for the first time, but I'm terrified. And I've got nothing in place. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do. Then yeah, you know, have a chat. Um, always happy to help. Good. Yeah. Well, that was branding for employees or, or recruits, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. As always, we appreciate feedback. Leave comments in the comments below. Hit subscribe so you get the next episode. Meanwhile, thank you very much, Catherine. That was brilliant. Thank, thank you, very you for much. having me. You're very welcome. <laughs>